you know, the same people still want to be successful. What changes is the discipline and the drive to do it. And what I've seen is success is now vilified. The people that are winning are now the toxic ones. They're being called selfish. They're, they're shaming other people because they're winning. The world is filled with two people, winners and losers. There's no gray. And this world is now filled with gray. My daughter is a senior in high school and there's just over 3000 people in her school and she's crushing 95% of them. There's no competition. If you're not winning, it's by your own design. You look at life 25 years ago, success wasn't vilified. It was admired. It was used as a blueprint. I don't care what anyone says. I'm 50. In order to become successful, you have to look at people that are winning and model what they do or come up with something completely new and just set out on your own. Both of those will gain you success if you just don't quit. Just keep going. Just keep going. I've been through cancer four times. And there's two sides to that equation. One is I could have given up and listened to everybody that told me to give up and not to do anything, that I should do everything that the doctors said and take all their chemicals, which I did at first. I did chemotherapy. It almost killed me. Walked with a cane. I'd come home with bruises all over me after chemo. Chemo took four hours to put into my system. One of the chemicals was called Mincristin. I remember it was like syrup and it was red and it took so long. I'd sit there with a video DVD player in a lazy boy chair while they just infused me with chemicals. It's never worked. They burn you, they slice you, they poison you. That doesn't work. But that's like when you try and speak to somebody that doesn't understand your language. This is the logic that we're in right now. This world, this world is so fucked up that this is the logic that people have that they go, I'm just going to do the same thing again, but I'm going to do it bigger, bolder, and louder. But it didn't work. Why are you doing it again? Try something different. When somebody doesn't speak the language and they have no comprehension of what you're saying and you just say it slower and louder, we're notorious for that. We say it slower, louder, and articulate more. They still don't understand what you're saying, motherfucker. Listen, people love the idea of winning, being successful, having the money, the cars, the life, the women, the men, whatever it is they're chasing around, the mansion, the private jets, all of that. They love the idea. And anyone that says they're not is lying. You're lying. Because you want the freedom that the money and the success brings you. So for you to say, we don't think that's important. We create memories. We create memories. What are the memories you're creating? Of not having any money? Memories of arguing with your spouse? Memories of looking at someone that's fit while you're 80 pounds overweight and saying they're fat shaming you because they have the discipline and you don't? Memories of you looking at somebody with a dope ass car, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or whatever it is and going, yeah, I'm not into cars. I don't need anything like that. All the validations that you come up with, they're all a lie and you know it. You see a happy marriage where the couple's all over each other and they love each other. Their kids are happy. And your first reaction is get a room. Why? Because your marriage sucks because you won't put any time into it because you're the person that goes, well, I'll do it when they do it. They're never going to do it because you're never going to do it. All of you motherfuckers that say that are the ones that vilify and condemn success. And then you sensationalize trauma. You celebrate victimization. And you say that's normal. You applaud laziness. Big is not beautiful. It's not. And, and before you all flip out about that, it has nothing to do. I'm not defining beauty. I'm using health. As, as the line, I'm using health as the marker. 
Nobody that's 100 pounds overweight is healthy. Liver, kidneys, lungs, heart, all of those take a beating when you're 80 pounds overweight, when you're 40 pounds overweight. You know it though. I'm not telling you something you don't. Big is not beautiful. What happens is weakness is like a disease. Men are designed to be strong. We're designed to work. We're designed to lead. We're designed to be strong. And somewhere, the definition got rewritten. And that's what cowards and weak people do because their sheer volume takes over the space. They're like cockroaches. There's just so many of them. You can't, you can't eliminate their opinion. You can't kill that weak-ass opinion. It's just noise. So unless you have the ability to cut through the noise and still do your own thing, you're going to get destroyed by them. And then they'll welcome you into the full, support you all you want until you go against their narrative. And then they shit talk you, they hate on you, they condemn you, and they try and stop you because they don't want you to succeed. Listen, the world for the most part doesn't want you to succeed. Most of your friends don't want you to succeed. Most of your parents don't want you to succeed. What's really alarming is the fact that you need to understand that the people around you, for the most part, might not want you to succeed. And it might be the same person that was petting your dog with you when you were growing up. That you don't want to admit that. So you go, oh, they would never do that. Then stay there. Keep failing. Guys like me will keep putting points on the board because we don't quit. You can't beat me. See, a guy like me is untouchable. You cannot beat me. I am impossible to beat because it's not a game of winning for me. It's a game of outlasting. You're going to quit. I won't. I'll just outlast you. Even if you beat me in the beginning, I'm going to stay in the game until you don't. Until you have that tenacity, you're not a winner. And there's people crying about that all the time. But instead of winning now, what people do is they give out seventh place trophies and they victimize everything that happens. It's just a catastrophe that happens. Nothing in your life is really that hard. You're not living in a mud hut, having to hunt for your food. All of us are, we're not lucky. We have it so fucking good here. And you guys wake up and complain and shit talk yourself about how bad your life is. And then hate on all the winners. But you'll never see a winner hating on a winner. Losers hate on winners. And then they stay at the bottom talking about how they're lucky. If you're a loser, you're not fucking anything up. If you're a loser, you're a fucking loser and you know it. Losers know they're losing just like winners know they're winning. See, losers are now rewriting the definition of all kinds of things. Big is not beautiful. That's what I said before. Losers rewrite the definition because they go, listen, I want to eat cake, cookies, and ice cream. I want to be 80 pounds overweight. I want everyone to look at me. And I hate the way I feel about myself. I hate my life and my lack of health. The fact that I'm gross, my belly hangs over my pants and I can't do anything. I haven't seen my dick in four years because my belly's in my way. My joints hurt. I know I'm unhealthy. I'm on anti-hypertension medication. I don't love my life and everybody stares at me because I'm fucking gross. So instead you go, I'm going to rewrite the definition of what beauty is. Big is beautiful. You go. Absolutely. You're gorgeous when you're hundred pounds overweight. No, you're not. You're unhealthy and you know it. Yet it's being celebrated now. So that way, the definition of beauty has fit your model and you can still eat all the bullshit and just be fat and lazy because you don't want to do the work. That's the same thing that you guys are doing for wealth and riches and success. You're rewriting the definition so you can stay there and wait for somebody to save you. And when you get a handout, you're winning. You're succeeding. You expect other people to buy your Lambo for you and fund your house. And when it doesn't happen, a BlackRock comes in wipes you out, takes your fucking neighborhood, you complain, but you let it happen because you're unwilling to stand up for yourself and what you believe in. Instead, people that are losing, cowards, 
People that look at their life and go, fitness, winning, success, wealth, mindset, intimacy, your relationship, all of those don't have any, have any value. You guys are useless. You have no value. You can argue all you want. You have no value. You're bringing everything down to suit you instead of elevating yourself. And that's what losers and cowards do. They look around at the circumstances that they wish they had. And instead of doing the work to get to them, they reduce the definition so they don't have to change. Why do you think the people hate on you? You'll never have a winner hating on you because they had to go through everything to get to where you want to go. They're not going to hate on you if you're trying. doesn't matter how many points they're putting on the board. They're going to look at you and go, keep going, motherfucker. In order to win, you need the same three things. You need to be willing to go into the pain and an ever-increasing level of pain every time. See, it's not the first time that's bad. It's not the first time that makes you courageous. It's not the first time that makes you a winner or brave. It's the second time because you know what's coming. The first time, that success might have been an accident. That failure might have been an accident. That pain might have been an accident. But to know that you still need to go that direction. You still need to go that direction. And you do it anyway. That's the courage. That's the tenacity. That's the high standard that goes, I'm going to go into that pain. I know it's going to hurt. I'm going to do it again. I had to do it every fucking day for 12 months, two hours a day minimum for 12 months. I went out to that garage, hooked up to an oxygen machine for half of that time. The first time I did a workout, I felt like I was going to suffocate. It was full on panic. I really thought I was going to die. I couldn't breathe. I thought I was drowning. I stopped. I collected myself, caught my breath. My wife was terrified. And I finished the workout and I kept on going through those over and over and over again. And the next day, I walked out to the garage with that oxygen machine. I used to sit on a couch, that couch right over there, with a cannula running at 5% on that oxygen machine. Buzzing away, sitting with my wife. And I, okay, it's time to work out. Let's go back. Hyperventilate, get as much oxygen as I could into my system. And then I'd unplug it, I'd walk out to my gym, and my wife would follow me with the machine as fast as she could, plug it in, so I didn't suffocate. Because I couldn't function with it. I knew what was coming every time. Every time I knew it was coming, I knew it was going to suck. I would sit there with my oxygen monitor on my finger after every set and check, and I would just watch them tank 80, 70, 60. Didn't matter. I didn't quit. See, just keep going. Like I said, it's not about winning, it's about outlasting every other motherfucker that doesn't want you to win or is competing against you. You can't beat somebody. You can't. Do you have any idea? You cannot touch me. You can't stop me. You can't. Anyone that tries to stop me, that's fine. Good fucking luck. You're never going to stop me, ever. Ever. You're never going to stop me. I am so untouchable because I refuse to quit. And I'm sure there's some cocky, arrogant motherfucker right now that's just going to whine about that and go listen to this guy's ego. But I never quit and I never miss. And I never miss because I never quit. You guys are missing all the time and wondering why you're never winning. Because you open up a book, you read the first chapter, you try a program for a month, you whine about it, complain and go, it didn't work for me, but you only dipped your toe in the fucking water. You want the trophy and the medal, but you never show up to practice. You don't deserve to win. You deserve that shit bucket life that you're living in right now. But you know that. That's why it pisses you off. That's why you get triggered by stuff like this. You need to be willing to go into ever-increasing levels of pain in order to win, to be successful. That's what you need. You need to always do the, the difficult work. The work that feels insurmountable, the stuff that feels impossible, the, the stuff that you look at and you really go, I don't even know how I'm going to fucking do this. 
I wake up almost every day for the last two years and go, I have no idea how I'm going to pull some of this off. But by the end of the day, I've done it. I don't go in trying to figure out whether I can or can't. I go in going, I'm going to fucking do it. I just don't know how. They're teaching everybody in school now. It's okay. You get a piece of paper that says you've got anxiety or depression, and then you don't have to go to class. You don't have to take a test. You get to take it by yourself in the library. It's not the kid's fault. You, you don't have to go to phys ed. And in phys ed, you're, you're going to sit there and you get to write an essay in place of going to phys ed. It's not the kid's fault. If you're a parent and you're watching this and that's one of your kids, it's your fucking fault. I have no sympathy for you. You're fucking up your kids. You're fucking up the generation. Why? Because you're so selfish. You can't see your kids suffer a little. Dude, you're weak, man. You're doing them such a disservice trying to be their friend instead of being their leader. Your kids don't need you to be their friend. Sorry, the kid's a loser. Because he, he, he's learned from you. She's learned from you. That's why there's almost no competition right now. Like, that's the point. There is almost no competition. My daughter dusted almost everybody running a mile where she said most of them had to stop. It was mandatory when I was a kid. The fitness test, which my wife won every fucking year. Guess how far you had to run? A mile. Listen, you should be able, I, I ran and played and jumped and climbed trees and shot things and threw things and fell off things and broke things on myself when I was a kid. Now, don't worry, Johnny, you, you can do anything you want. You could just, if you put your mind to a little Johnny, you can do whatever it is. Anything you can imagine, you could do it. Here's the phone. I don't want to spend any time with you though. You hire the digital babysitter, put them in front of the, the television or the Xbox or the PlayStation or give them your iPad. Just so you can go look at the arm of that same babysitter in the other room. Another television, different channel. Just so you can sit there and scratch a big fat ass belly. Now, I, I don't care about being nice. I'm going to tell you the truth. Call me an asshole all you want. I'm the asshole you need. And if you don't like it, turn me off. Don't watch. I give zero fucks about the opinions of anybody. Greater than my own of myself. That's part of the problem too. You guys are all worried about everybody else's opinion. Oh, validate me. Give, me. give me approval. I need acceptance on social media. What do you think your kid is seeing? They're looking at you going, oh, okay, mom, dad. You guys sit on the couch, scratching your big giant bellies, eating shitty takeout food all the time, watching television nonstop. I haven't seen you go for a walk or a bike ride since we've been born. But you're telling me I can do anything I put my mind to. Why aren't you, motherfucker? That's what your kids are thinking doesn't matter what you think. That's what they're thinking. And if you think for a second that the memory they're going to have of you going to a little Sunday barbecue in a park, rather than working on your business to create this incredible generational wealth that you should be creating for your family, because that's what a responsible man does. That's your duty. It's your obligation to take care of your family. Giving them memories isn't taking care of your family. Because the memories you think they're going to remember that you want them to remember about throwing a Frisbee in the park, throwing a baseball on the beach. They're not going to remember when you're getting evicted or you're driving the same shitty ass car with no air conditioning. It's 105. I did all those things with my parents. We were broke. Yeah, I did lots of things with my parents. Camping, skiing, through ball, guns, like you name it. We did all kinds of stuff. So many memories of doing that. But you know what sticks in my head the most? My dad downstairs looking in a jar that we used to keep our change in 
trying to find the quarters at the bottom because they were so fucking broke. Listening to them fight about money, living in a 652 square foot house where it didn't matter what room you were in. It was always the same fucking room. I don't remember what they want me to remember. I know because I talk to my mom all the time. I remember what I remember, which is exactly what your kids are going to remember because you are too concerned about what you want to do. You selfish fuck. Be the leader. Be a man. It's your duty. God, they're fucking counting on you to teach them how to be successful. You think the teachers give a shit about the success of your kids? They don't. What have you done in the last 24 hours that is something that you could be proud of? What is it? What is it? It's nothing. What, would you play on your phone? You sit in some traffic and listen to, to some radio station just so you can memorize the words to a song? You go to a job that you hate just so you can come home and complain about it and go, oh my God, my life is so hard. I was so busy today. Meanwhile, you know you're lying. You know you're full of shit because you sat at work scrolling through social media. You got nothing done because you're bored. That's why your day sucked because you're bored. Because you accomplished nothing. Because you've got no purpose. You come home drained because you didn't accomplish anything. And your soul and your heart are calling you out for being a piece of shit. This isn't supposed to be something nice. It's something that's the truth. And anybody that's triggered by this, that gets all upset about this, you know damn well it's because I'm talking to you. If I didn't give a fuck about you guys, I wouldn't come on here and show up and tell you this stuff. I started at the bottom. And nothing. I'm missing a fucking lung. Like they told me I was never going to be able to do anything again, ever. I didn't care. But you can't stop me, motherfucker. You can never stop me. Only I can. And I'm not about to anytime soon. Because I looked at my wife and I thought, God damn it, that woman, she believes in me. My kids believe in me. It's my responsibility to give everything I've got and earn that every day. That's why I built the Spartan Army. I built my entire community for men to have a safe place to go, to level the fuck up without judgment, to crush it in their life without some weak-ass fucking male bitching and complaining so much that they quit on themselves. I built an entire community where I teach you how to make money from your house so you can actually spend time with your family. And more money, I listen, real money, not money that you guys are making. And I walk the talk. I'm in it. You actually watched me come from nowhere. But the fitness, the mindset, the relationship. My wife is my best friend. My kids, I'm their superhero. If you ask them, that's exactly what they'll say. Because I earn that every day, not once, every day. Exactly why I built this entire platform. I started the Spartan Army to create a brotherhood for men to go and crush it. Where they have all the tools, literally fix any injury, build any amount of muscle fix their marriage, create a marriage, learn how to communicate properly, learn how to sell, learn how to close, learn how to create a business, learn how to develop everything online. And you get all my resources, every single person in my Rolodex, all the heavy hitters that I know. That's why I built it, because I want people to win. Nobody does shit like this. I do. And yet people go, I don't know. I'm going to sit there, read this book and throw it away. And then I'm not going to do shit. I'm going to sit on my couch and still get fat and weak. And my wife wishes I would do better. She doesn't want someone different. She wants you to do better. But you know what? So does, so does your husband. If you're, um, if you're all overweight, gross, your husband looks at you and goes, if he allows you to be that, he doesn't give a fuck about you. Just like if you allow him to be that way, you don't give a fuck about him. You have to be willing to do the hard work. 
because everything you want is on the other side of it. You need the discipline to do it all. See, everybody's disciplined. Everybody. You're all disciplined. Most of you are disciplined in the wrong direction. You're disciplined to go get all the goofy shit and the fun stuff and entertain yourself because the entertainment is a distraction from the pain you feel every day. The pain and the misery and the self-loathing you have because when you look inside yourself, you know you could do more. No, you could. I don't need to tell you this. You know it. When you look in the mirror, are you somebody you admire? See, the biggest problem is you spend your time trying to convince yourself of something you damn well know already is a lie. You're never going to win that argument because your secrets hide inside your own brain and you know where they all are. I'm going to spend the money later. Why? Spend it now. I'm going to start going to the gym later. Why? Go now. I know I'm going to go all in on my marriage yeah, just as soon as I get my head right. Do it now. I'm going to go to my kid's game. I'm going to help them throw a fucking ball. You know how many kids don't know how to ride a bike because their parents didn't show them? I have two in my neighborhood right now. Who the fuck is seven years old and doesn't know how to ride a bike? Weak. Run around our neighborhood right now while our house is being built. We run, like literally run in our, in our workouts. Since we've been doing that, all of a sudden, other people are running and walking. Why? Because they felt guilty looking at themselves and then they realized it was okay though too. Because they felt like they needed permission. They were going to get judged by all the fatties and the broke people in the neighborhood that want them to fucking finish. I live next door to one right now. I don't have any sympathy for her. I think it's ridiculous if you let yourself go like that, if you're sloppy. If you're broke and you think that's okay and you blame the government, you wait for somebody to save you. Save yourself. It goes right back to why I created that community. So people have a place to go. But you need the discipline to do everything. It supersedes everything, but it's the discipline to go in the right direction, not the wrong direction, because it's easy to discipline yourself, to use the excuses to your advantage so you feel better about quitting, but excuses only sound good to the people that make them. And then when accountability comes along, gets shoved right in your face by somebody like me, you get triggered and pissed off because accountability, it feels like a goddamn attack to everybody hiding behind their excuses that fucking know it. God, I had this coach, this weak-ass insecure coach. This guy, I paid this guy too much money for too many years. He's an insecure little bitch. Kept teaching the same thing over and over again and dummy here stayed there. I should have bounced a long time ago. He burned his two best friends. They bounced out of his program. He made up a bunch of lies why they left. But the guy never taught anything new. And if you did better than he did, he got pissed off. That's insecurity. I have clients right now making infinitely more than I make right now. We do about a million dollars a month in my company. I got guys doing three, five, seven million dollars because they came in doing a million a month. I'm not pissed off. I'm like, fuck yeah. How do we double it? That's the coach you need. The one that goes, nice job. Let's do better. That requires discipline. I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm trying to help you level up. That's who you need to be for your kids. That's who you need to be for your spouse. That's who you need to be for the person you see in the fucking mirror. Discipline. You have those three things. Willingness to go into the pain and suffer and know it's going to come more than once. The, the ability to do the, the ugly hard work that you know is just going to suck and the discipline to actually do it all. Those three things. Do those, win. As long as you don't quit. Most people nowadays are redefining what success is, what winning is. Oh, we don't count points in our game. I sure as fuck do. You know what you see when you see someone who's jacked and fit? All the weak cowards are going to say, yeah, some guy that's on a bunch of juice or some girl that's on a bunch of juice. Whether you are or you aren't, still takes a shitload of work, dumbass. It's not magic. When you see somebody who's jacked and bulging out of their shirt, 
guy or girl, strong, can run, jump, play, do all the cool shit that's normal, you hate on them because you quit. And if you don't hate on them, you respect them because you know what kind of work they've done. Either way, they're in your head for the work you either want to do or quit on. See, the only people that say that success and winning and money and health and fitness and passion, they're not important, are the losers that aren't doing the work. It's because you despise yourself for all the shit that you know you could be doing more of to make yourself some more successful. Could you do more right now? Right now, could you do more? I went through the last 20 months of my life going one more round. Same three things every time when I go to bed at night. Did I do more than yesterday? Did I do what I said I was going to do? And did I eliminate all options to do anything but it? I check those boxes I won, and then tomorrow I get up and I do more. But you're taught not to do more. You're taught not to succeed. Why? Because somebody's opinion's gonna, gonna what, get on your case? Who cares? What are you so fucking worried about someone else's opinion for? Especially if they're online. You know what this has done? It's given people courage. Fake courage. Say things they'd never say to you in person. Why would you ever think about sliding into someone's account to drop hate, to drop your opinion? Human beings are so anxious to give a negative opinion about what they think is right. You could look at me right now and go, well, you think that's right. I think it's wrong. Okay. Fuck off and move on. Don't be successful. It's your mindset that's crippling you. It's your ego. See, people aren't even lazy. They're not. Most people aren't lazy. They're arrogant. They're so arrogant. Their ego doesn't allow them to admit that they don't have all the fucking answers, that they don't know what they're doing, that they have to start from zero, that you have to start at the beginning and you're going to suck. But they're so arrogant that they will not allow themselves to do that. So instead, they talk shit about all the people that are doing exactly what they want to do. How the fuck does that make sense? The gap between where you are right now at the bottom, never doing any of it, to where you think you should be before you start, that's the most difficult starting point right there. That's the most difficult journey right there. Because number one, you have to just start. And that's the hardest part. And then you have to stay in the game and outlast your fear and your negative little conversations and your inner bitch until you get to that point where you know that if you just keep going, you're going to win. This stretch of the road right here is the one that sucks. It's the one that requires the most discipline. And it's the one that most people don't even bother with because they don't fucking start. Yet, you want it. You want to be broke? You want to be fat? You want to have a shitty marriage? You want to have sex twice a year? You want to have all that. You wake up every morning and that's exactly what you say. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I hope I have the worst mindset. My life sucks. Hate my job. Hope my boss just bitches at me all day. Hope I get fatter, weaker, and uglier every fucking day. Nobody wakes up and does that. But that's what you're defending. When you wake up and brace yourself for the impact of the day, that is the mindset you're defending. Instead of going, I give zero fucks about what anybody else thinks about what my goals are, I'm still going to do it and I'm going to outlast all of you motherfuckers. Nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody gives a shit about you enough to do all the work for you on your behalf to help you get successful. Nobody. Except you. But then when you look in the mirror, you don't like who's looking back. So you go, fuck it. I'm going to change the channel. And you look a different direction to distract yourself, entertain yourself. But all the entertainment distractions that you give yourself to keep from looking at your own space, your own life, your own lack of accountability, all of those distractions, when the noise stops at the end of the day, you still sit with the same person chasing those distractions, you, and you're still where you always were and you hate. So instead of getting distracted, 
get disciplined. Get disciplined in the right direction. You want to make money? Obsess about money. You want to be fit? Obsess about fitness. You want to have a great marriage? Obsess about your marriage. And you can do all three. My first person that bought anything for me was 1897 bucks. We do a million a month now. I'm 50. This is my lab here. It doesn't matter if I'm doing the work or not. I work 12 to 15 hour days all the time. I'm always working. But you drive to your job eight hours a day, two hour commute, either direction. And then you go, yeah, try doing what you're doing, Spartan, by having to get up at 4.30, trying to squeeze in a short, shitty workout, driving to work, sitting in a job that you hate, making barely enough money to pay for your bills, driving another two hours home, stressed out in traffic, coming home, barely being able to see your wife and kids, exhausted, having to work six days a week. You try and do the life that you have the way I'm organized. That's your problem. Your blueprint is fucked. Your mindset is corrupt. You've told, that's an affirmation. Like, what do you think you're doing every fucking day? With those of the, you guys are the ones that go, I don't believe in affirmations. You realize that's an affirmation. Telling yourself you don't believe something is a fucking affirmation. What harm is it going to do to get up every morning and go, I'm the fucking man? I'm going to tell you right now, if you wake up every morning, you look yourself in the eye. I don't care how goofy you feel or what, how stupid you think it is. Or if you look at me and go, whatever, listen to this fucking guy. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I'm still the one that's rich jacked i got a kick-ass family married for 18 years i love my life and i've got five exotics in my garage we're buying a second home that's worth three million bucks in another state i know people that make three million dollars a day it's not to impress you before you start crying and whining about so and so has this and so and so has that i started with nothing i started with nothing you go into every single fucking conversation every single engagement bracing for war and that's your problem you want to have a better life you want to have a better marriage a better relationship with your kids you want to make more money you want to feel better you want to have the life that you keep thinking about when the noise dies at the end of the day stop going into every single conversation bracing for combat ready for war and go in to have a conversation go in to learn go in to give not to take go into love not to defend that's 90% of your problem is you're going into every conversation with an opinion going, well, they're going to say something that's going to piss me off. You're walking into the conversation like that just so you can drop your fucking hate in their comments. Acid destroys the vessel it's stored. And just so you know, I don't give a fuck about you haters. I don't give a shit about you. You can hate on me all you want. It doesn't hurt me any. It bugs you. It doesn't bug me. You can bring on my past all day. I don't fucking care. I don't care. And this is where the weak males come in. Oh, the lack of accountability. Why in the fuck would I live my past over and over and over again? Can you change it? Can you build a fucking time machine to change the past in your life or mine? And most of the people chirping about my past are the same ones that if you went, let me see your internet history right now. Open your phone, open your computer. Let me see everything you've looked at for the last year. Let me look inside your brain and see every fucked up thought you've had. And let me follow you around. Let me see that all. They're going to go, fuck no. Why? What are you hiding? You can look at anything in my life. I don't care. You look at my internet history. I got nothing to hide. You can follow me around all day long, all night long. You might not like what we do. I don't really care. I got nothing to hide. I've got no negativity in here. Because when any negativity comes in, I change it right away. I force myself to think better, more effectively, more efficient, more beneficial. So I'm fucking useful. So I have value. You don't have any value if you're negative.
you're useless. And if that triggers you, who fucking cares? This is my show, bitch. It's not yours. You either need to stop going into conversations or engagements or conversations online or emails or whatever the hell you're doing, expecting them to go negative and bracing for that fucking war and bringing all the weapons you've got just so you can drop them because now you've got them in your hands and you see something that slightly doesn't agree with your weak ass mindset, you drop the fucking bomb. Tell me one time that that's ever, ever effectively done anything for you in your life. You want other people to hurt just because you're hurting. Whether you're a parent or a child, it doesn't matter. I think a couple of things. I think everybody should be rich as fuck because of the freedom it gives you and who it makes of you as a person. Everybody should be jacked and fit and strong, be able to do the gnarliest shit with their bodies. Why? Because it allows you to take a hit. The only reason I'm still here is because I could take a hit. The only reason I'm still alive is because when the surgeon took a knee beside my bed when I was still high from anesthesia and told me that he took my lung out along with a tumor this big from my chest, he said, if you weren't in the shape you were in when you walked into the hospital, when you came in, you wouldn't have made it. Why would you not want to be stronger? Why would you not want to be covered in muscle? First of all, it's awesome. It feels great. Second of all, it allows you to take a hit. Third, it looks badass. The fuck did you look at when you were a kid? Fat, sloppy people or superheroes? Why? Because you wanted to be. You still are. It's just covered up with a fat suit that you're wearing. You still are up here. It's just covered up with all the negativity that you keep carrying around with you because you're listening to all the idiots. And the last thing is I think everybody should just have this crazy, intimate, amazing relationship with someone else. I'm a firm believer of two genders. There's boys and girls. That's it. I think you should have a lot of sex, tons of sex with someone that you just give a fuck about so much that you are everything shy of willing to give them your fuck, like just John King yourself for that. Now, honestly, my wife, I, I would. I'm AB negative, so we're not the same blood type. But I would. I love my wife. She's my best friend. She's everything in the world. She is what's beautiful in this world. And I like me best when I'm with her. And she has truly brought out the most incredible part of me probably would have never come out if it wasn't for her. Why would I want to be less of myself for my family? Why would I want to be less of myself for, for my daughter, for my son? Why would I want to be less of myself for her? Because I just don't feel like doing the work. That's selfish. Why would I want her to be less of herself? Still selfish on my part. Why would I allow her to be weak and less and, and fat and undisciplined and filled with negativity? Why would I allow her to be that way and not say something? I'm not trying to help her. I'm not trying to lift her up. Why? Just as selfish. Because I'm more concerned about my feelings than I am about going, God, I love her. I came out of the hospital and went, I'm going to build the most crazy, psycho, savage, fucking juggernaut myself. I'm building a fucking Terminator out of me because I love my wife and my family enough to take care of myself. You cannot look in the mirror and say you love your family if you're sloppy, fat, and doing very little and spending eight hours a day at your job talking about how hard you work. You don't work hard because you spend your day like that. Like I said, you come home and you're so exhausted because you actually just spent all your day on your phone fucking around anyway. You didn't really do any work, but you go try doing the life you have with my job and my career and my schedule. I work 15 plus hours a day, motherfucker. Well, how, how, how do you work hard? Because you work eight hours at a job you hate? How do you expect to beat someone like me who works until I get the job done? I don't clock out when my, when my phone says I do. I write down every night before I go to bed, I write down everything in my GSD book. 
get shit done is what it stands for. I write everything down, tomorrow's date, everything down. And then I'll be damned if I don't finish every fucking thing on that list. I don't care when I go to bed. Everything on that list will be done because I do what I say. Rule three in my life, do what you say. I never miss. But I think everybody needs to be that way. And that's my opinion. Whether you agree or not is irrelevant. But thinking the way you think gives you your life. Doing what I did gave me mine. I want everybody to win. And I genuinely think everybody has the capacity to win. Everybody has some God-given gift and talent. Very few people are willing to do the work to uncover it. I could sit here and scream and yell at this camera all day long. You're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to decide to do it or you're not. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants all the success and the victory. When it comes down to the work, that's when most people turn away. And that's when all the excuses come out. They validate why they shouldn't do the work. I don't know how to do that. When I went into the hospital, the boy that went into the hospital, me, I had to die. Because the man that came out of the hospital, he ate the same. I never missed. I was badass when I went into the hospital. But that's nothing compared to how I am now. I am a nightmare for anybody getting in my way, for anything getting in my way, because I'll never quit. And I'll never miss. Because my why is bigger than anyone else's. It's that raven-haired beauty that lives in my life. Because she believed in me when I was dying. How can, how can you disrespect that by not believing in yourself? I'll never quit and I'll never miss ever because I love her enough to give everything I've got. I don't go to the gym and walk around and tell everybody I worked out. I crush my soul. I leave nothing on the table and I barely scrape myself out of the gym every time. And I work out every day. I don't believe in rest days. Wolves don't take a fucking rest. They don't wake up the next day and go, oh, I hunted yesterday. I don't feel like that. They go all the time. And if some nature channel junkie goes, well, technically, fuck your technicalities. The point is, I don't rest. If you rest, that's on you, but you're never going to beat somebody who's not willing to quit ever. Why aren't you that person? See, I came out of the hospital going, I'm going to be the greatest man in history ever. Like the greatest man, the baddest motherfucker in history, my history. You worry about your history. But the way it's looking right now, if you're struggling, if you're in a life you hate, and you keep talking about wishing it was different, or if you tell yourself that that ship has sailed, it's too late for you, I'm 50. I started when I was 48. But if you're in a life that you can't stand, that you wish were different, you clearly don't hate it enough because you need to hate where you are more than any amount of work ever required to fucking change it. And when that day comes, you'll never quit. And then it becomes a matter of not winning, but just outlasting everybody else. You guys need to go get shit done. I love you all.